Hello, everybody, and welcome to the most <laughs> recent episode, which, if you're listening now, would be the most recent episode of Speaking of Which Podcast. That's the most professional start that we've ever had. Yay! Okay, first of all, all of you are fucking welcome. This is going to be mm-hmm. really fun. The first, it's a, hi- it's a history, a, s- a historical moment. The first time we've ever been apart for a podcast. You know, that's really weird because we've, pre- like, thinking about that, Mm-hmm. We prepped weeks where we knew like where we weren't going to be able to film but even then I think that some of those weeks we were together we just didn't film them outside of the home or something mm-hmm. like thinking about it I don't think we've been away from each other for more than like two weeks I know this is our this is our longest separation I think it's probably good except for <laughs> except for what happened with you what's the tea let's get right off the so before we get to the tea oh, okay. on your end like yeah. when you post this video am i going to be large <laughs> what does that mean like will i take up most of the visual space in uh for the for the YouTube upload portion of this. Right now I see things as like even like I'm half the screen and you're half the screen. I know that you're looking at yourself all the way and I'm a small little box. No, actually That's I have you as the end. big box. I have you as the big okay. box right now, but well, we'll switch back and forth. The recording on your end will probably look like that, but my recording shows mm-hmm. like equal. We're we're equal. That's And also it's been so long it. since we filmed a podcast. I first of all I have forgotten. But second of all, I'm Skylar Hayes. This is Smith Menzo. Hello, Hi, welcome. Sammy. What's up, guys? Um, so yes, we're we're zooming for our uh, regular app listeners, and yes, I have some tea. Um, well, this is this is really weird. Like, this is the first time we've not been together in a few weeks, and like, I guess I kind of just realized that. I mean, we've been apart, but it just doesn't feel like. Mm-hmm. Think about it. It's almost been. It's going to be almost not like a month since. <laughs> we've seen each other and so much has happened (laughs) why don't we just start right off what's the tea spill the tea where's the bell or some sort of makeshift i'm not letting tradition go by just because i'm not there to reprimand you in person oh my god um bell the tea what is it hold on Um, oh my god oh here's my salad bowl is you fumbling for something your salad bowl wow Everyone's welcome. Here's the tea. So, everyone, I don't know if everyone heard, but... (laughs) The whole fucking universe heard because I sent out a cry for help. (laughs) You sent out the bat signal. I literally was like, oh, energy workers, prayers, (laughs) prayers, and fucking witches. I know. When I saw that, I literally ascended into the fifth dimension. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) This is terrible. So, guys... Last week, okay, guys, I'm minding my own business. Okay, but I'm away. I'm obviously not not with so you. Yes, Skylar yes, Samantha... is nice enough to be watching Miss Phoebe. He's mm-hmm. at home. There was no reason why he couldn't. But also, he's very kind. <laughs> he's very nice. And she is a handful. So thank you. <laughs> I'm keeping my eye on Miss Phoebe. Okay. And so, you know, Miss Phoebe has to poop. So I'm like, okay, let's go outside. So I let her outside, you know, and... A few minutes pass and then you know I go out there to go get her and she's gone so I'm like okay she must just be like hiding under the kayaks and then you know I'll go over to the kayaks and she's gone I was like oh she must be in that huge ass pile of dead grass and something you know she's not in there so I was like fuck okay 
So, <laughs> so I go over to the side gate and it's fucking open. And so I'm like, okay, Miss okay, pause. Because I have to give you, I have to give a little two cents. There were people that were, I think I told you this too. There were people that were messaging me. I don't know about you that were listening to last week's podcast that we had prepped before I left. Oh and yeah. I had like flirted the idea. Like I do this to you. Like I'm like, you better not die while I'm away. Like I just kind of fuck with Skyler because you know, she's older. She's not going to go, but like uh, with his luck, I, I, it would happen. Every time she sneezes, luck. my heart stops beating. <laughs> yeah, so he's told me before that, like, when I leave and he watches her, he, like, has, like, a one-on-one conversation with her, like, look, look here, bitch. Oh, you better me. not be doing me dirty, you know? Look at, look at me in my eyes. Breathe in. Uh, breathe out, Miss Phoebe. Yeah, people were, like, messaging me saying, like, they were listening to the podcast when I was, like, she better not die. And, like, they're like, I swear to God, if you say if she gets out, like, anyway. I, I know, can't believe we didn't somehow, we've never thought of that. Like, we always jump to the conclusion that, that she just, just drops dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, she really, instead she ran away. Yeah. And so, Miss Phoebe is, is gone, right? So I go out into the front yard and, <laughs> okay, I'm fully panicked once I see the, the gate open. And I don't know if our, speaking of which listeners, here, maybe I should move this microphone. Um, not screaming, but I something I think you keep hitting the table or something and it sounds like it's like rattling. So try not to hit whatever the surface is. But anyways, I am a professional. You're literally a professional. (laughs) So as everyone knows, I'm a little bit awkward, right? And so I know that Phoebe is missing and I don't have a very strong screaming voice. So I have to give myself a few pump-up yells, right? I I had to go into the house and I was like, Phoebe. You know, I was practicing my yell, right? I was like, <laughs> right? So I was like, really like getting myself gung-hoed, right? So I go out and then uh, and I'm, I'm yelling for Phoebe, right? I'm just, I, and I can't remember the name. I couldn't remember the name of the treats that she liked. So I was just screaming. I was screaming down my neighborhood, Phoebe, wet food. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> wet food. Want some wet food? Phoebe wants some wet food. So we we had neighbors outside, right? And they're just watching me walk down the street <laughs> screaming, wet food, wet food. And so I, I literally was so embarrassed and so it's mad. So funny at Phoebe now, me. but like during this, I was devastated. But go ahead. Yeah, I was devastated too. <laughs> Because like I'm the one literally screaming what food, and then you eventually you give me the advice. <laughs> ten hours. <laughs> I don't know. I was literally searching for like ten hours, and so um, you gave me the idea to get a bag of greenies. Oh, she's next to me, so she heard me say. It's um, she's she'll she'll be fine. She'll be fine. <laughs> so I'm not. Then I start walking around the neighborhood with this big bag of greenies, and they they're stinky, right? So like they're, they're like wafting in the wind. I'm like. Baby! It's so so fucking obnoxious. Nighttime comes and I don't stop. And so that's when the neighbors come out. And uh, there's, we live next to this Latino family. And then a few doors down from them is more extended family. And then more down from them is even more extended family. And they're all related. The whole thing. thing. And so he gathers everyone from all the houses. 
and the whole neighborhood is, is walking around outside going, at one dying. point I was on the phone with Skylar and he's like, I'm like, it's okay. I'm not mad at you. I am not going to lie and tell you that I'm not really scared and that I'm devastated, but I know that you're doing everything that you can just keep looking for her and, you know, just take a deep breath, but I'm, I'm upset, but like, I know like you're doing the best that you can do, you know? And he's like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And just, yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point I think you said something like if you it's actually kind of funny if you think about it in the distance you can hear a whole orchestra of the neighborhoods like saying or chanting your dog's name and I was like oh my god didn't you, was, you called like all the vets yes well actually like, I, I like I had to pay five dollars or something and for, for this web like I went on this website and it sent a fax a faxed photo of Phoebe to like all of the vets or something. But okay, so guys, this is the other part that I just was reminded of. So I texted my mom, right, that the dog is missing. So I was like, well, you make me a missing poster. I'm like a missing dog. <laughs> so I sent my mom a picture of Phoebe and I. Kimberly. <laughs> and my mom messed up the photo and she accidentally cropped the dog out and then it looked like I was missing. <laughs> of me it is said missing <laughs> no reward <laughs> no reward just to let you know just in case you didn't hear i just need you to know that this is missing there's no fucking reward <laughs> so Oh my god. So, so I have so funny. So I'm like, Mom, I was like, you accidentally cropped the dog out and it looks like I'm missing. I'm really <laughs> I'm gonna need you to redo this for me. So she's like, no problem, sweetie, I'm on it. <laughs> so she sends me a second version of the of the of the missing poster, and this time it looks like Phoebe is the one missing. <laughs> But she fucked up the date. And so, like, there's this picture of me and Phoebe, and it just says missing September of 2016. <laughs> so, I was like, people are going to I know, but I was like, people are going to think I just can't give up. I was like, can you please just try one more time? Make sure the dog is the one missing. <laughs> and it's dated for 2020. I was like, I don't even care what month you put. Please just put <laughs> Now it's just a picture of a dog and it just says 2020. <laughs> it's like she's running for president. Running for president. <laughs> Phoebe for president. Oh my God. <laughs> So I finally get this photo <laughs> that is updated and like because I'm stressed, I right? To see it, you've never shown me it. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> the one that looks like I'm missing is the best one for sure. Oh, so um I'm posting all of these versions of these posters 
uh, into the Lost Dog groups, which is funny in and of itself because I'm panicked. So like in the Lost Dog group, <laughs> there's me missing. <laughs> and then there's an updated photo of Phoebe missing. <laughs> From a long time ago. From a long time ago. Of who you need to vote for in the upcoming election. I I definitely got a lot of confused likes. But guys, so almost almost around midnight, like 11.30, I get a call from a very masculine sounding man. And he's like, I have your dog. I was like, where? And he was like, the town next to you. And I was like, oh my God. And in my mind, I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that's a long drive. How'd she get all, <laughs> she get all the way out there? What the fuck? Yeah. And so he said he found her inside the thrift store. Miss Phoebe took it upon herself to go thrifting. Not that and you told me that. <laughs> so, like, in my mind, I was like, who let her in? She just had, like, a little shopping spree. She was on a shopping spree. She's like, nope, I ain't me. I'm looking for some new He said she was, like, you know that little prancing thing that she does, like, in the tall grass? He yeah. said she, she was prancing through the thrift store, like, <laughs> like through the clothes. <laughs> and I was like... Uh, and I was like, oh my God, that's Phoebe. So I didn't even ask for a picture at that point. Yeah. And uh, so I drove all the way out there. It's a good shop till she drops. <laughs> drove all the way out there, got her, brought her home, cried. Yeah. Um, I cried. Reunited. And then I have never fell asleep faster than yeah. like, my head hits the pillow with Phoebe. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I think that there and was a big impact. gave her a bath because she was stinky. <laughs> Yes. You're like, wow, she must have gotten into something and like little did he the know. Poster that he he saw, <laughs> the poster he saw was Phoebe missing since 2016. So he thought that she was missing probably for many years. And he was like, it's time to give He's like, I'm bag. a fucking hero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found this dog after four years. <laughs> oh my God. So yes, yeah, so so she's back. Um, she had a little shopping spree. She had a shopping spree and she's back. I have never been more thrilled. You call so you called George <clears throat> from my end. You called George and told him like, "Don't say anything yet, in case I find her. Like, don't <laughs> need to worry, Samantha. Like, just you know, Phoebe got out. And like at that point, <clears throat> George was gonna listen to you. Like, he's not gonna tell me. He's not gonna worry me if he thought that you had it under control. And Phoebe has gotten mm. out so many times, but this was just annoying because our AC had broke and we had somebody come and take a look at it and they left the side gate open and the house that we live in, like you can't see the side gate from the front or the back unless you actually like go to the side and see it. So they came and worked on the AC like a couple days before she got out. That, that gate was open for like at least a day and a half, two days. And every mm. time Skylar let her out, she just didn't leave. Or if she <laughs> did, she only went in like the front and came back. Well, which is it's, like horrifying to yeah. me, right? Well, like that's not the first time that that's happened at that house. We had somebody come and, and I told them specifically, like if you're going to go through the side gate, you have to shut the gate because my dog will get out. And he, t- he was like, I understand. No problem. No problem. I was like, but please like make sure you shut the gate. And he didn't fucking shut the gate. And 
<clears throat> I was calling her one day and I was like, where is my fucking dog? And I went to the side. <laughs> I was like, this guy lets the fucking gate open. And I went and she was just like hanging out by the big tree in the front yard. I was like, get in the backyard. And she was like, okay. Like she didn't actually go anywhere. She was just like mm-hmm. in the front yard, which was cool. But no. That's what I was hoping Phoebe for at first. Phoebe I was hoping she had just made it like a few trees down. No, that you know, she took off. She was like, my mom's not here. I'm going to go find her. She's probably shopping. <laughs> I literally felt like an FBI agent. <clears throat> Excuse because, me. Because like with the search party, right? <laughs> um, they reported back to me that there had been a sighting. I was like, okay, first of all, this is a case for the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> a case for the FBI. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, we saw her by the pond. Which makes sense because she was found like 200 feet from that pond at the thrift store. Yeah. And um, so somebody saw her at the pond, but they saw that she wasn't wearing her collar. So they thought she was a stray. I was like, you just take one look at that dog. That is not a stray. That is a well-fed fucking bitch. It's <laughs> a well-fed Can't indoor dog. Wet food. <laughs> wet food. <laughs> Greenies. <laughs> so like in in her little profile that like of her little missing profile i had to put like she was missing her two front teeth and like when she's the guy called like me, six front teeth now <laughs> yeah when the guy called me he was like ah you know he's like i saw that picture of i'm presuming you and her and i, I was like yeah that's us and he was like he was like i couldn't tell if it was her or not until i saw her teeth and i was like but I tried to give him twenty dollars. He didn't take it, and that's so that really was... nice. Uh, we've had really good luck with people helping to give her back, and and she's never been gone for longer than maybe an hour, to be honest with you. Uh, or if she has been gone for longer than an hour, I didn't actually know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. she'd, been, she'd been out for a couple hours, and then like the neighbor called me and was like, I have your dog. And I was like, oh my God, you know? Like, <clears throat> so I've never had to go longer than like an hour or maybe two with thinking that she's lost. Never have I ever had to like claim her or render her as lost. So I, she's microchipped. Mm-hmm. I did that like a long ass time ago when I first got her and <clears throat> um it's been really helpful, but like, I haven't needed to ever use it because she's never, she's always just come back or I've always found her or someone's brought her back, but she didn't have a collar on. She didn't have anything like that. And so I was like banking on the microchip. If we couldn't find her ourselves, like if somebody took her in, then they'd have to actually scan her and yada, yada. So I went and I called the microchip place and I had to like call, it wasn't working online. (laughs) So at this point I had found out because Skylar called me two hours after he called George and he was like, so just so you know, (laughs) just very calm. I don't know if like you've talked to George yet or what. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, Phoebe is lost. And I was like, okay, like how long? He's like, I don't know, like since like, I don't know, two hours or something. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then as soon as I got off the phone with you, like I tried to keep really calm. I know that I might've not been, but like I was trying really hard to keep calm and I got off the phone with you and I literally, we were at our friend's house staying at and I like opened up the back door and I was like, why didn't you tell me? (laughs) He was like, what? I was like, why didn't you tell me that she was lost? And he's like, he told me not to. I was like, so? (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, I just went inside and started crying. I was so upset. I was like, I'm so far away. I'm a whole country away from and I can't even help her. And Skylar doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know the right things to say to get her to come back. <laughs> I was so what food is pretty close no I think you did a great job it was just like a mom thing of like I know what'll mm-hmm. get no worship like I've I know you know and I'm so I'm like her distant uncle who like kind of know. knows what she likes yeah you're her manty <laughs> <laughs> and so um I had to call because I tried to render her as like lost through the microchip um can um, they get like a gps coordinates like in the fbi just like no. She like start beeping and they like no, zoom in on her. It doesn't work like that. It just means that like her profile in the system says that she's missing. So that if anybody brings her in to like, I think it's either the police station or like the pound or any sort of vet, they scan them for a microchip and her, her, like our address and phone number and everything will come up, but it will also say that she's lost. So I mean, even if it doesn't say that she's lost, they normally will contact the people on the microchip, but it's just more helpful if it says that she's lost kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I've never had to do it before. And so it didn't work online. So I had to call the 1-800 number or whatever it was, 888 number. And I get, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like following my eyes out. But I'm trying to be like, I just keep thinking like this job, this person has the worst job ever they have to literally listen to people sob cry on the phone be like my animal is lost (laughs) i was like really trying to keep my shit together and uh this woman answered hi how can i help you thanks for calling home again or blah 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 and i was like um my dog is lost (laughs) and I don't know really what to do about it i tried to fill it out online and i mean i'm fine i guess but like I don't know. Can you help me? I'm fine. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that your animal is lost. Let me help you get started there. And I was like, okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. But she's found all is well. We definitely had to spend half of the fucking podcast talking about that because it, it was big. It was oh, a big trauma moment. It let's talk too. Like, I am so this is gonna be stupid, but like for anyone that even just replied back to my story, because I posted a picture on my story after like mm-hmm. a few hours had gone by and still there was no update. And I was just like, I need help from anybody. Like, I don't care if you literally just think about her, like that is helping to me. Like I just had to feel mm-hmm. like I was doing something because I couldn't do anything. And so I posted a picture of her and I was like, I'm devastated phoebe is lost skylar's doing everything that he can and more to find her and please like prayers spells fucking manifestation visually like whatever you want to do fucking find her people like help me find her i think it helped i honestly do because so many people were messaging me back not only saying like i'm praying or i'm thinking thinking of you or i'm doing like a spell there were people that were like i'm touching my dog and i'm visualizing her in your arms or in skylar's arms like that shit is really really powerful and like that's mm-hmm. the kind of cool thing of how we can spin this around and talk about magic in a really easy way. Like, and also talk about the positive aspects of community. Absolutely. Like, like uh, there were people who like 
don't really message me that message me. And there's people that message me and I message them all the time. And it didn't matter who you were or what you were doing. It didn't matter whether you just reacted to the story with like a crying face or something. I knew that you saw it, excuse me. And energetically, we were all thinking about my dog. And that meant so much to me. She is my baby. She is my child. She is my stinky toothless dog. I've had her for a decade. You know, mm-hmm. she followed me through so much and I, I was, I felt bad for Skylar, but I didn't even have a chance to feel bad for Skylar because I was just no so one ever does. <laughs> no. And now that it's over, I feel like it's the funniest thing that I've ever heard because of course that would happen to you. I know. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But you know who was really great? Um, Oh my God, hold on. I got to look at her name really fast. I think it was Rebecca Mitchell. Um, you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, do I have her name right? No, it's Rebecca Getchell. I think she has a YouTube channel. She does. Um, she's awesome. She's amazing. She is. She she's sent me like the sweetest prayer from St. Anthony, patron saint she, of she lost things. She sent to me too, and like she changed it to, I don't, yeah, but I don't know if she wanted us to call her out or anything like that, but like there were things like that where literally people mm. were, they changed up the prayer to make it so that like it was. Yes, it was, okay, this, so, and I, this is, this is the one I was chanting while I was outside looking. Yeah. It was, Tony, Tony, look around, Phoebe's lost and can't be found. <laughs> and I was just like, like, that one like really meant a lot to me just because I could actually remember that one yeah you know? and, yeah and I mean just the fact that someone took the time to write that out and like mm-hmm. you know say that and yeah and other like, people even, like, to again, me too. Like said, the other thing about like I'm touching my animal and I'm visualizing you guys touching her you know like I know she will come to and like that is just so fucking powerful like mm-hmm. really really powerful so thank thank you to everyone who did that to us or helped or messaged Skylar or messaged me or both of us or whatever because I really think it helped. I really do. And I don't know. Agreed. Even if it didn't, it made us feel really loved and a sense of community for sure. But that's the sort of magic that I feel like is really, really important. You can do all the solitary practice that you can, but when it comes to like magic for the sake of helping other people, that's really cool. Dude, that is super cool. I was thinking about, I was thinking about, I keep getting comments on older unboxings and I get comments a lot and some of them are like ridiculous and some of them are kind of cool because it's like, oh, I forgot that I did an unboxing of this or whatever. It's interesting to see like who's clicking on what. And I get a lot of comments like, this was my first deck and I really like it or I don't like it or whatever. But I, I got one yesterday or the day before that was like, I felt really drawn to this deck and I thought long and hard about which deck to choose for my first tarot deck. And ultimately I picked this one because it really felt right. It felt like the right choice for me. And I was like, I remember what that felt like doing that. Mm. And I know how powerful it was and the connection that you bond with something that you spend a lot of time and you put a lot of thought and feeling and intuition into like what deck you choose, or if you were gifted your first deck, you know, even then like the decision to like choose to work with that deck. 
Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how I would love to talk about using that same sort of mindset to make other decisions in your life. Like if everyone could make decisions in their life like they did when they picked their first tarot deck, how much more aligned on like a right path they would be if they like, you know? No, no. So, but I see what you're saying, but you're also talking to the person that went to Barnes and Noble and found something on the bottom shelf just strewn about. And I was like, I think I want this one and didn't look at any of the other ones. Yeah. And then went back days later and bought more and then became a hoarder, like, immediately. I love that for you. Well, okay, maybe you don't apply. Maybe it's not applying to everybody. But for Mm -hmm. the people who were like me (laughs) and really want, like, I had decks. And I Mm -hmm. I was given Oracle decks and I was given Tarot decks and I had played with decks and stuff. But I didn't feel like I had chosen, like, a deck had connected with me. I think it was the Handle Tarot. It was the Handle Tarot. And I was in the store, I don't even know what year this was, but, um, long ago, a many moon go over mountain. (laughs) Um, and I remember being like, okay, here's the time I'm going to find one. Like it's going to call to me. And I like literally put my hands on and was like trying to search for one because it was before I really was before I really fucking knew anything about YouTube with the Mm -hmm. I was on YouTube, but like I didn't. Okay, sorry, I'm getting way off track. Very Gemini. I wasn't on YouTube, but I was watching YouTube, but I did not even know at all about the spiritual world or tarot or anything online. And I didn't even think to look up decks at that time. So that was the only way I knew if a deck was good or not was me feeling if it had good energy, you know, like I didn't have Mm -hmm. reviews. (laughs) So I was like, oh, well, let me just look at this one. Um, but I like really put my whole heart into it. And I was like, this is going to be my deck and I'm choosing this one and I'm going to work with it. And it was a really fucking hard deck. If anyone has <laughs> the handled tarot, it is literally like the hardest tarot to start <laughs> off with. Even like seasoned readers, like really advanced readers, I feel like can struggle with that deck. Um, yeah. I really like it, but it is, it is not. Um, yeah. You would need like some dedicated study and like a thick juicy book, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And you have to pretty much already know like very in depth because it's a pip deck for the most part. So like all the miners are just like, if it's stones, it's all stones. Like it doesn't give you anything imagery wise. Um, anyways, so I was just thinking about that. Like there's so many people that comment on my unboxings, things of that nature where you can tell that they were like researching which deck would really connect with them. And they weren't just like you bottom shelving the Barnes and Noble decks and then hoarding them. And I'm just like, well, when you put it that way, you put it that way. Uh, No. (laughs) You said, I was just like, what if people made other decisions in their life? Like they do like with the time and care and energy and effort that they do when they pick out a first tarot deck to fucking connect with. You know what? I spent a lot of time carefully manicuring and like really your mustache into. Yes. Are you looking at it right now? (laughs) Is that what you really were going to say? Yes. So, um, okay. I, you can't really tell in this light, but see how I have thinned out this, but I kept my mustache. thin. I literally can't stop looking at it since I got on the fucking Zoom with you. <laughs> You're welcome, first of all. I'm trying I'm trying to get like a thick 70s 
worn stash going. You look very 70s, um, or like not even 70s. You look very, you look very French, actually. Merci. Uh, you, you know, like Julian Salamita, how he has that big, thick stash. Yeah, but he, still has, he still has facial hair on the sides. It's mm-hmm. just his mustache is much thicker. That's what I'm trying to go for. Like a really thick mustache, but you still have facial hair. So just in case one day I'm over it, I can just thin out the mustache and I still have everything else. Yeah. So yes, everyone. Um, so yeah, first- I would just like to like, like clean. Mm. I would like to clean that up. Like clean this up. Oh, that looks uh, good. That looks good. <laughs> but like, um, <laughs> you should let me like, like straight uh, line that shit. All I can see is my Adam's apple now, and you know what shit goes with me out. <laughs> Wait, really? So, what? Yeah, it's my own, my own Adam's apple. Sometimes, if I think about it, I can feel it. Why? Stop. I can feel that. it if I think about it. Stop okay. doing that. Stop doing that. Okay, so what? what uh, so basically, what I was saying is, we found Phoebe for our well-being, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this next community project should be to manifest me the thickest stash. <laughs> this community has ever fucking seen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, two Zooms from now, I want to log on and I oh want... Oh my god. I want, I want my stash to be manifesting, like, its own disco music. <laughs> its own disco music? I'm so down if we just, like, totally disco our lives out. I I I miss bell bottoms. Like, I... That's all mm-hmm. I used to wear as a kid, even though, I don't know. They don't freaking make them anymore, and when they do, they're, like, in weird shops, and it's COVID time, so it's, like, can't really buy jeans online. Like, I want fucking flares again. My mm-hmm. body type does not do well for skinny jeans, y'all. Like, well, I, you're a bell bottom I'm queen. a bell bottom bitch, okay? <laughs> like, please. You know, um... You know, um, you know, uh, this is this is super random. Speaking of bell bottoms and like looking great in things yeah. and like looking great in clothes. Speaking of being, um, the new moon, right? Or I'm sorry, the moon right now is in Sagittarius. Today, I have not checked yes. the moon. I'm ninety percent positive the moon is in Sagittarius right now. And <laughs> I, I found this. Well, um, well. How much longer? Like a few more hours. Hold on. This app it went it was, into it at noon, so so we're fresh, we're freshly fresh. sag. She's sagging all over the place. So there's this article. It's like one of the first ones that you see when you search Moon and Sagittarius. It's called Moon and Sagittarius Sign: Meaning, Significance, and Personality Traits by Donna Roberts from SunSigns.org. And now I I want you to tell me what you think about this because this really stood out to me. Just the hyperbole of it. Cool. So it says. Sagittarius are known for their bright and optimistic outlook on life. Cool. Cool. The moon in Sagittarius makes them the happiest people in the Zodiac. As long as they have the freedom to roam where they want, when they want, they will always be content. They love to collect more knowledge. Now, thoughts on moon and Sagittarius people being the happiest people in the Zodiac. I don't think that it was implying that people with moon in Sagittarius being the happiest people. I think it's saying that when the moon is, is, is that true? I yeah. think this one is implying that- more birth chart stuff like moon and Sagittarius oh, okay. people tend to be the happiest people in the Zodiac. Tend to be the happiest people in the Zodiac. 
And I was thinking about it. I don't personally know anybody with a Sagittarius moon. Oh, um, I'm racking my brain. You? Like, I, I, I don't I'm know sure Sagittarius I, moon. I'm sure that I do. I have a ton of Sagittarius. Like, I have, lo- I have Sagittarius friends. But, and like, um, I'm trying to think. A no, moon? I don't think I do. And in my immediate, like, family or friends. it would make sense because we're literally darkness incarnate so yeah. a sagittarius moon would not come not near bode us well. <laughs> bode well. um i don't know if i necessarily think that sagittarius are the happiest but i think that they have the most fun and maybe mm-hmm. that equates to happiest um i think that um the the one thing that i think that people kind of leave out, especially when it comes to like party trick astrology, not to Mm -hmm. say that that article is party trick astrology, but it's very easy to talk about the um, Sagittarians wanting freedom and wanting, um, Mm -hmm. you know, wanting to go far and do these things. Sagittarius is also philosophy and like um, foreign languages, foreign cultures, and um, really about, philosophy and psychology um some of the best philosophers and the people who are in the industry that you're Mm -hmm. reading all of these fucking articles from have Mm -hmm. major celebrities with moon and sagittarius include freddie mercury albert einstein mozart oprah winfrey and vincent van gogh yeah so oprah winfrey is a really good example of like how sagittarius can be taken to the spiritual and the enlightenment and the um philosophical self-awareness type thing Mm -hmm. so i feel like sometimes people overlook that and think britney spears nothing there's anything wrong with her but like i feel like she is Is she is she just a sagittarius she is a Sagittarius. If the list I read to you was people with moon, moon and Sagittarius. Is, yeah, so I would think that moon in moon in Sagittarius is much more coming off like philosophical and feeling like their heart-centered space is about thinking about the big picture. Why are we here? What makes us tick? Um, you know, there's other signs that kind of weave in and out of those sort of narratives. But to me, anytime I've met somebody who has Sagittarius placements, and I would think mostly with the moon and charts that I've done and stuff like that, it doesn't necessarily come off as like, we're having the most fun. It's more so like we have a very optimistic and curious outlook on life and Mm -hmm. having fun so long as you don't put us in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, think Miley Cyrus. <laughs> you know I mean? um, try and cage that girl, and she will be swinging on a fucking disco ball. You know, absolutely. Um, and you know, especially the stuff with Britney Spears. <laughs> like, I all of the stuff with Free Britney and everything is even more sad when you think about her her placements and her astrological signs because she mm. is one that like should not, not be. be caged in like that so so speaking, that's whole different, speaking that's whole of conversation happy then. people i um did find an article uh, it's this is from time.com like you yeah. know time time person of the year type yeah thing. this is from their opinion section on psychology and it's called the eight things the happiest people do every day and i was thinking <laughs> we could see if either of you or i do any of these things Probably not. no so um the air the article is written by eric barker and uh, he's quoting uh, University of California professor Sonia Liu, uh, Liubomirsky's something. Basically, okay, 
Thing one, they devote a great amount of time to their family and friends, nurturing and enjoying those relationships. I'd say we, we tick that box. I say we do more so with friends than we do family. Definitely you also, and I more so with the friends. But I think that we would spend mm-hmm. a lot of time with family if maybe our family situations were a little different. Not to say that our family's not yeah. okay. It's just well, like... both of our families live far away. Yeah, like our families are both spread all over the place and they're all doing their own things. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we would spend a lot more time if... Yeah, I think yes. we, I think that we're pretty good with that. But definitely friends. I mean, you fucking live with me and I can't get I know. rid of you. So it's like, <laughs> you know. Also Lieberman. So this is the second <laughs> this is the second thing that happy people do every single day. They are comfortable expressing gratitude for all that they have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um Okay, I mean, it's like, oh my god, my freaking job is the worst. You know, we're like, is, this is kind of tea. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna say his name or anything. There is this guy on Instagram, and every single day, I, you know, this is really tastefully done by some people. You know, like a daily gratitude journal. Yeah, there's this one guy, and he does every single day. He does something he's grateful for, and it is so obnoxious the way that he does it because it's triggering he always, for you yes it's triggering for me because he always follows it by a nude what <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about but that's okay. like like Message it's like on instagram stories yeah like you know like you know it just seems like trite to say be like really grateful and connected with the universe i'm and, so grateful for so, you know what but this morning and so like basically like, yeah <laughs> So now when I think of gratitude practice, that's what I think of. I think that's why it's tainted a little for me. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I could just hit that unfollow button. Really, really important. But I also think it's a really great like beginner's guide to just being mindful. And sometimes you have to kind of bring it back down to the basics and be like, whoa, I'm overcomplicating things. Let me just like name one thing that I'm grateful for every day. But Absolutely. I think like the idea of being grateful is very much like a, I guess this is kind of like tea i guess calling somebody out but it's a very gabby bernstein type way of approaching spirituality and not that like there's anything wrong with that but it is made more helpful for those who like maybe are just coming to like a spiritual practice for the first time and you know need to like just think about let me just mm-hmm. basic Be grandpa. yeah Today, I am grateful. It does help. Like, it definitely has gratitude and being practiced, like, doing it. I know. I feel like my whole life would change if I could just do that correctly, but I will not, so. Yeah, like, the amount of times that I have been told as a child and growing up to, like, have affirmations and do affirmations, like, makes me want to fucking blow my head off. I'm not going to lie. But, like, also, I was talking to my friend, and she's like, I've been really trying to do affirmations and yada yada, and she's like, well, you know, I'm trying to, and she gave me an example of, like, today, I'm going to have a good day, and I was like, I already know in my mind that that is a good affirmation, but it could be better, instead Mm -hmm. of today I'm going to have a good day, phrase it as if it's already happening. Today is a great day. 
And that little change in your affirmation will already tell your brain that you don't have to work for it, that it isn't going to be a good day, but that it is currently now a good day. And mm. I've been doing affirmations. I've been taught about affirmations since I was a fucking child. And even that, I was like, I'm triggered. <laughs> you know what I mean? But mm. like, it's, it's true. Like the way that you're coaching your mind and not to say that affirmations aren't bad because I definitely use them all the time. But mm -hmm. I think like gratitude and affirmations is something that like, I've had to kind of make yeah. peace with them sometimes and then come back to because of the fact that like I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and you know right I'm just changing the the language of it yeah I have the thickest stash in Tampa Bay <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is the Maybe third thing this is the third thing that happy people <laughs> do every single day <laughs> they, are, they are they are often the first to offer helping hands to co-workers and passerby now that's to you I, because i actually think that i have worked very hard to do that mm -hmm. i was always like that but um i see the benefit in the last six months to eight months i've been very much the first one that's like i'll do it I'll help it. Do you need me to do that? But maybe that's also because my job has changed so much. I want to make sure that I am putting in extra effort mm -hmm. to make, make people feel. But like something about this makes people inherently happy or inherently happy people display this trait, just a natural helpfulness. That's kind of interesting to me. I don't know. Like, where did they get that statistic from though? Like how did From they... the scientists, Samantha, were you yeah, not like, that listening? Would literally like, oh, I'm helpful at work and I'm happy. So let me put that. <laughs> like... No. So, okay. This is the fourth thing happy people do every day. They practice optimism when imagining their future. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you don't do that? What? <laughs> 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 Future. <laughs> Nothing to imagine. <laughs> so, I, th I think, um, uh, do I practice optimism when I'm imagining my future? Um, so, like, you know, as we're moving down this list, I'm starting to think I might not be happy. Happy. <laughs> you just start crying. You're like, maybe I'm just not ever. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I'd say I, I practice optimism in certain aspects of my future, but not all of them. I feel like you do though. I feel like if you were to think mm -hmm. like what I, what I've seen you is very much like, um, I'm sure it'll all work out. Like that's kind of your way of being optimistic about your future. But if you have to be asked about like structure and goals and like what you're doing to get there, you kind of like have a fucking panic attack. Yeah, I don't but, like, like any of those But things. you've just always had this very optimistic view. You're just like, I just have a feeling like it's just all going to work out. Like it's just, it's just all mm. going to work out. And that means that like to me, from what I've seen, you, you do have an optimistic view of your future. You just don't yeah. have an optimistic view mm -hmm. on the way that people want you to think about your future. So I know I'll win the lottery or something. Like I know something rich, amazing rich will daddy. happen to me. Yeah, for yes. sure. Like you're optimistic that you will be taken care of. Oh, someone will. I mean, look at this. I know that's dash. A rich man the deal. will scoop me up and pay for me and it'll be amazing. Seal so. the deal. Oh, I forgot to ask. Do you like practice optimism when you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> um, normally I'm very optimistic about my future. I'm still very optimistic about my future, but like mm -hmm. 
right now it's so unknown of like what the fuck is gonna happen that I think that's a weird one currently like we've just had so many changes and so many things and um the year of opportunity has kind of turned into the fucking craziest Mm -hmm. yeah so I'm still optimistic I just feel a little bit more like uh unknown optimistic instead of like I'm optimistic that these certain (laughs) things are will be met kind of thing I don't know Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, wait. You know what's funny is I actually didn't read this list before I saved it. Okay, so, great. I can tell. <laughs> this is um, the fifth thing that happy people do every single day. Okay. They savor life's pleasures and try to live in the present moment. I'm not even going to bother with that. Okay. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> literally, I'm like literally I'm almost literally disc, good for them disc, disc golf course I was like oh my god a mushroom <laughs> George was like oh, oh my god come on I was like but it's a mushroom it's a mushroom <laughs> where was I okay oh here's the sixth thing this one has me rolling <laughs> so this is the sixth thing that happy people do every day they make physical exercise a daily habit. You're pretty good at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you haven't been lately. Well, I actually went on a run today, but I didn't run all last week. Also, um, this is what happens, right? This is what happens. This is what happens. I like, and this is a very common phenomenon. I'd say most people could relate to this. Once you actually put your shoes on and you're out the door and you're doing it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's it's enjoyable even. It's starting it that makes you think that maybe if you were lucky, a sinkhole would open up yep. and suck you into the earth forever. And that you know, it's, and I tried so hard to make it a daily habit, and I was doing you know like I tried so hard to do something every yeah. day. I it's, think like your your benefit was like you had a time set to mm-hmm. the side and because you don't have any responsibilities like after work <laughs> like okay. no i mean like you don't have anything that i like, make dinner sometimes <laughs> well like yeah yeah you can do that after like <laughs> like it's not like you have anywhere to go it's not like you have class or anything <laughs> so you don't have friends <laughs> on the so when you, when you put it that way <laughs> one through three of the happy list <laughs> You came home. You would come home from work, literally change, put mm-hmm. on running shoes, and walk out the door. And if you didn't, you were not exercising that day, and you knew no. that. So it was like the timing is like, mm-hmm. I'm running when I get home from work. I think the times where you work yourself out of it is when you're like, oh my god, I just can't. <laughs> but like inherently happy people just do it every day. So fuck those people. <laughs> yeah, they're also skinny, and they're also fucking <laughs> ill. Ew. So this is the yeah. seventh thing that happy people do every day. Have sex a lot. They, you know what? Funnily, I don't think that's on this list. Yes. But it says Who seven, wrote this? They are. D- <laughs> this is so obnoxious. If you're happy and listening to this, you're obnoxious. <laughs> so seven is they are deeply committed to lifelong goals and ambitions. Example: fighting fraud, building cabinets. <laughs> Teaching their children their deeply okay, who held values. Wrote this? this was written by science. 
<laughs> so I'm gonna need you to listen to it, all right? And because you don't agree with it, sorry, you're not happy. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't have a lifelong ambition of fighting fraud and building cabinets, then I'm sorry to say, fighting that. fraud and building cabinets, you're building probably not cabinets, happy. and then fighting fraud with the yes. Good thing. Good thing George knows how to probably build a cabinet, most likely. I don't know. I'm assuming so. He does, yeah. Um, so uh, am I deeply committed to my lifelong goals every single day? No. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. One thing that sure. Which one? one? Fighting fraud or building cabinets? Building cabinets is really high on the list, but I'm going to say fighting fraud takes the cake. <laughs> and eight is last but not least. The happiest people do have their share of stress. I'm just going to roll my fucking eyes at that. Crises and even tragedies. They may become just as distressed and emotional in such circumstances as you or I, but their secret weapon is the poise and strength they show in coping in the face of challenge. Okay, so this is just more optimism. Like, how do you handle... And, like, I think that we have that one. Number eight really is full circle to the beginning of the podcast mm -hmm. of how we handled when traumatic little Phoebe ran away and we we you had poise you called mom strength. you said mommy help me <laughs> i said mom i need you to make me a poster right now oh, i'm gonna I'm need confused. you to help me because i'm literally dying <laughs> luckily she stayed on the phone with me for like two hours really yes she was like, she was my hype man. She was like, okay, um, are you turning a corner? You have to yell the name again. You have to yell Phoebe again. She's like, I know it's embarrassing. Oh, and I was like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. But this is also the funniest shit ever now. But it was a good lesson for you. It was, she it was a good lesson. It was a good exercise in finding my voice. Yeah, your throat chakra is welcome. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you know who else? we can use our throat chakra to thank for this podcast is our supporters mm -hmm. thank you guys so much who support the podcast um i want to take a second to thank miranda o rebecca pk kate b sg david b julie c dominic b Teresa d Lindsay M, Phil K, and Amy F. Those are the people who support our podcast financially. They um, support us for either a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars a month, and you can do that if you would like to support our podcast from a link in the description box of whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Um, we record on Anchor, so I think it's a little easier to find it on Anchor. You can also send us voice messages that are about 30 seconds long or a minute long, I think, and some people have been utilizing that, which is really cool. If there's a question that you would like us to ask, or to answer on the podcast or a topic, or you just want to say hi, um, you can always utilize the Anchor voice message on there and send it. And I, we can actually like add it right into the actual episode, which is cool. Um, mm -hmm. Also next week we are having the iconic Jesse Huttenberg on the podcast. We've already announced that last week, but that's also a great way for you guys to send questions or things that you would like us to discuss with Jesse here. So feel free to utilize that function. And again, thank you so much to the supporters, anyone who has supported us in the past, anyone who's currently or going to in the future. 
the last thing I'll say is some people don't want to do like the monthly, um, you know, every single month it comes out. So if there's one-time contributions people have wanted to make via PayPal, you could also do that too. And if not, if you're just listening, if you're sharing it, thank you anyways. We love you and you're fucking welcome for this bomb-ass podcast. That's mm-hmm. it. I think we should wrap up. Is there anything else? I mean, I have so much to talk about for like what I've been going through and what I've been doing. Yeah. We'll have to save it. We'll have to equal it. We'll have to save it maybe for like get all of our thoughts together after we speak to Jesse, ask her, you know, whatever we're going to ask her. Or maybe (laughs) what if we had Jesse Huddenberg on the podcast? (laughs) And we just talk about ourselves. (laughs) And we just talked about ourselves the whole time. I don't think she would be shocked. And she was just a little square. Yeah. All you're going to see her big, beautiful hair. I know. I can't (laughs) wait to ask her about it. I I did have one final thing that I think that you may have seen. But uh, daily, like, but as we speak, the bone stone is arriving at people's doors, shipped, mm-hmm. manufactured, ready. People are opening it, posting yeah. pictures. It's arrived. It's done. It's it's happened. Yeah, it's happened, <clears throat> and that's pretty much yeah, it's happened. I I thought that was awesome. Like it yeah, happened. It, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hello, hello. <laughs> News. <laughs> it <laughs> happened. This just in. <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm really happy for mm-hmm. um, Anna or Anna. I don't. I can't remember. I think it's Anna, um, who is the artist, and uh, Avalon Cameron, who created the deck. I'm really happy for them to be able to like wipe their hands clean of this. I, you know, it is what it is, and I'm sure they did the best that they could. We did spill all of the tea that we could along my personal experience with it along the way it's in past episodes you can find it if you want of why this is such a big deal and um yeah i mean congrats on them closing the deal and congrats for the people who are finally getting their decks and for the people who refunded who got refunded for it too i feel like it's kind of a bittersweet day because i think those people are sitting back and going like this sucks. Like I might want that deck, but like, I just couldn't, I couldn't, you know, for whatever reason I needed my money Mm. or I I didn't want to support it anymore or whatever. And let's give a shout out for the people who chose to get refunded as well, because, um, it is people I got it. The people at the end of the day, the whole journey, you know, it's not to just not to diminish this person's creation or that those two creators work, but like at the end of the day, it's just cardstock with fucking ink on it. And, um, you know, they worked really hard, but also like at the end of the day, it's cardstock with ink on it and it's, it's there. I hope everybody enjoys their deck. Me too. The pictures look phenomenal. It looks beautiful. Yeah. The art um, is really, really cool. She did the damn thing. Yeah. Um, how long did we film this? What's, I think we're about an hour. I think we're about an hour. So yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you had fun. This was kind of cool. Now we know. I'm going to post the missing sign of me in the speaking of which Facebook group. Okay, cool. <laughs> Send it to me because maybe I can make it a part of like the thumbnail for YouTube or something like that. <laughs> Please do. Okay, love you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.